Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. This episode's brought to you by Westminster Effects. Check them out, westminstereffects.com. I got some awesome stuff. I just got the Piper Drive in. I got the cool, uh, uh, what was it? It's the Lord's Day, my dudes, frog meme thing. <laughs> uh, I didn't know much about it until I saw it, and I was like, I have to have that. But, uh, man, that thing's only 119 bucks for that Piper Drive. It's really, like, really light overdrive um it's not like one of those light overdrives where you can crank the gain and you're like in saturated you know heavy overdrive it, it stays pretty light the whole time but it just adds a nice little flavor to your sound so i'm really excited to get that on my board whenever i go play out and then yeah so check out they got a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. and especially if you like cool history people of the reformed move i don't know if it's a movement what is this I don't know. Which who doesn't? Yeah. Like, they've got some really cool, interesting stuff. And I I think they just did a Jesus is King Kanye pedal. Which is just pretty interesting. Well, it's interesting because Cody's like, Cody really likes that album, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. (laughs) Um, So what's new with you, Chris? What what happened this week with you in the gear world? Uh, Absolutely nothing. I don't think I got anything new. Yeah. I didn't either. Trying to... Get rid of stuff if anything I'm trying to get ready we did get some move. cool information oh yeah we did i guess we can share that yeah we can go uh yamaha we we, we talked to them uh we did a a cool we've done uh walkthrough videos with them uh for the past few summer nams and uh we did uh you know we met up with our guy there talked about some stuff and they're uh, gonna send us a couple rev stars to play with mm-hmm so pretty excited i got chris the one with the p90s i was like that's the way to go yours doesn't have the bigsby on it though does it no it does which i'm pretty excited about i I think because i think at one i think whenever they asked us i was like which one would you like Mm. and i i got the one that has the i don't know if they're humbuckers but they got the like filtertron look so i don't know what they're actually set to sound like i feel like i remember specifically asking them a couple of years ago i think they're just humbuckers with that they're just humbuckers with the with the style look Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm pretty excited to play with that we're kind of hoping maybe we don't have to send them back (laughs) that would be nice that would be nice. it's probably not gonna happen they're gonna be like you've got one and a half days (laughs) like we because they asked for our like social security numbers and everything no i'm just kidding (laughs) but uh so we get we got that going on i sold a bunch of crap I sold my Kemper. I feel lost. Like, I don't even know what to do. No, I'm actually... Uh, no, no. I'm actually going to get the Kemper stage. Okay. But uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Because I've wanted to do the, like, all-in-one unit. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to put it on my board. I might have a couple drives. But I want to start using the expression pedals. Uh, with the with the Kemper because I really haven't gone that route yet and I don't feel like I've unlocked the full potential. Hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. But for right now, I'm actually just running. Like I'm actually leaving for vacation tomorrow. We're heading down to Florida for a friend's wedding, and I'm bringing a little travel board. I've got the uh, Way Huge Saucy Overdrive. I've got the Liverpool by Tech Twenty One. I've got the uh, Wells from Like My Pedals, and I've got an RV5. 
that's it. That's all I'm going to have on the board. Solid. But it seems like a really solid setup. So we're going to, I'm going to do that because all my friends, we were all musicians together and everything. So I'm bringing a little bit of, just a little bit of gear. I'm going to bring like an acoustic. My son's bringing his bass. I'm going to bring that. We can always mess around if we want to. Yeah. But all right. Well, that was pretty quick on the what's new. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to gear news. All right. So they've been teasing it. Um, but Fender officially launches the American Ultra series. Um, I feel like we have to say it like that. Probably. Because uh, like you kind of just have to say elite, you know, like snooty. So it's replacing the existing elite series, which oh, this is replacing it or is this an yeah. addition to? No, this is replacing it. So. Th- the Finner's been doing some weird stuff with their lines because yes, they keep changing the names and then they change some small things. But I mean, it's still fucking Strat and Tally and Jazzmaster and a, a jazz bass. And then I don't know what type of bass that is. Oh, the it's, like, uh, it's the PJ, but they're calling it the. I guess it's because I can't see the oh, top of the. It just looks a little funny. Okay. The yeah. So my gripe jazz bass V. Yeah, they five, don't one. have just a straight precision bass. They've only got this PJ style bass, and then two different a four and five string jazz bass. So one of the big things is everyone's like, "What's the difference?" And there's a, there's some a few differences. Mm-hmm. Um. I, they've got new noiseless vintage pickups or ultra noiseless hot strat pickups on the humbucker uh, strats. Uh, they changed the neck a little bit with the way that they finished it. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to feel like raw wood because it's ultra rolled. Um, let's see the ultra satin finish and ultra rolled edges result in a supremely comfortable neck that almost feels like raw wood and it's got a tapered neck heel so pretty much what i feel like fender's done is like seeing companies like sure or sir and all these and they're like oh yeah that's a great idea let's do that yeah i don't know how i feel about that like i like a little gloss on my stuff usually yeah i mean i'm i like it either way really like it's not like i have a super huge preference i mean i just don't know fender keeps putting out the same stuff over and over and over again well like, didn't we talk about the uh d-neck that they added to this as well Oh yeah, that's a D-shaped neck because usually they have a C-shaped. So that's new, I suppose. Uh, modern D neck. I don't know. I'm not buying it, Fender. You changed a few specs. I mean, you're still putting. That's the thing that drives me nuts with some of these companies is all they do is change a couple parts of the spec, and they're like, "Oh, it's like a new damn guitar." No. It's not. Stop acting like it's something super special crazy it's like we changed the specs and now we have to call it something else because we're stupid 
All right, that's enough for me complaining about Fender. I will say the uh, jazz bass in this series has the block inlays and uh, outlined neck, whatever you call the trim. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. That doesn't make up for it. But that's just mm. me. So the next thing on our list is you getting water with ice. That was tea with ice, by the way. Ooh, fancy. Uh, crazy Tube Circuit Cyclone. Is that mm -hmm. the full name? The crazy yeah, it's a Cyclone. Circuits? Yeah. No, Crazy Tube Circuits is a company. It's a Cyclone Phaser. It's a four. It's got four phaser voicings and one pedal. It's, it's so this company's based out of Greece. Um. And uh, I don't know what that has to. I mean, I just think it's cool. But there's a they've got different settings on this. It's actually got a tap on it, which is not super common for phasers. Mm -hmm. But so they let's see. They've got four different modes. There's the 45 setting, which is voiced after a classic two stage phaser born in the mid 70s, um, which is I guess the phase 45. You're the phaser guy. I don't know. I think the phase 45 was early. Um, I'm actually going to look it up. And then you've got the 90, which is the phase 90. Um, yeah, so phase 45 was from this like 75 area because they've got the 1975 vintage one. That was only 100 bucks. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Um, you got the ST, which cre recreates the first implementation of another classic four-stage phaser design of the 70s. The, I'm guessing the small stone. Um, and then they've got the LT, which is a highly sought-after boutique phaser pedal from the 1990s. Uh, love tone. So it's a love tone phaser. And... Uh, it's really cool because if you listen to it, it's got a nice warm sound to it, Then, which is hard with some phasers. Some phasers get really thin sounding mm -hmm. and just extremely, they just ex take your tone and just turn it completely digital, it sounds like. So it, it has a lot of cool stuff. Um, I You know what? I just, why don't they have a PH2 in here? That's the world's best phaser. Is that think by uh, popular Boss. vote, or is that just... Uh... That's that's fact. I'm sorry. I'll if you listen, some of the some of the best phaser ever used in music, the album Morning View by Incubus. Mm. And that's two Boss PH2s on there. Okay. So, take that. That's a fact. If it's good enough for Mike Enzinger, it's good enough for me. Uh, let's move on to the Moor Hornet. So this is a horn. Is it the Hornet White? Is that the name of it? It's uh, just yep. It's just the Hornet. According, no. Hornet, Hornet White. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. It's a small little, what we said, 15 watt. Yeah, a little 15 that watt extent. Six inch, six inch speaker. I think is what you told. Six and a half inch speaker. Uh, yeah. Let's see. So, I guess they've got different ones. There's a white one and a black one. 
Yeah. Is there already been a mini? Was the black? Is the black one? Oh, it's the. It's all right. So this is. They've already got the existing Hornet, which I didn't even know about. So maybe that's called the Hornet Black now. Um, Maybe it's just a special color. Well, it's a special color. It's actually got different ant models in it. Oh. Um. Let's see. Which so they've already got this. I wonder if the black one will go down in price, or maybe if they're, it's just a way to offer more uh, amps. But it's a uh, got an onboard tuner. It's got onboard modulation, delay, and reverb. It's independent tap tempo. Uh, it's really neat. This one has uh, nine different amp models in it, and the original was uh, a Mesa Trip rectifier. JC120 by Roland, uh, Bogner Ubershaw, an Engel Powerball, uh, Fender Twin Reverb, and Marshall Plexi. Now, the white one has a Fender 65 Twin Reverb normal channel, uh, Mesa Boogie Mark III clean channel, Fender Blues Deluxe, a Marshall Plexi 100, Two Rock Coral Overdrive channel, Marshall JCM 900 channel, it has a base, which is an Aguilar uh, DB715, and then an, acu- then an acoustic, which is a Moore acoustic. So Why is Vox never on any of these lists? Problem. I don't know. Does Vox like to sue more than these other people? That's actually a very fair question. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like I know he's being a smartass, but it's actually, <laughs> it's actually <laughs> possible. <laughs> what? Oh, he... Uh world like just just you look at me and you wouldn't know hmm. i might know some stuff about things and then oh. scott's at home listening going i actually <laughs> <push> <laughs> <through>. <laughs> he, <laughs> he hops on just, it's like my ears tingled what are you like listen about? are you talking are you giving out misinformation are you saying things that are wrong but uh, i don't know <laughs> i feel like i'm just picking on scott now like, <laughs> he's not here to defend himself scott when you get on, when you when you listen to this get on the group tomorrow morning and oh my gosh all right so chris you've never watched the west wing have you or not really no. all right so on there's an episode of the west wing where uh toby who's a character who's extremely like proud and he's one of the smartest people like alive so in the political the world from the office yeah, he's no, but he he's, gotcha. I don't know, but they they uh, made a bet in the he he lost. So when he met people, he had to say hi. I'm Toby. I work at the White House. So he had to like say it and just sound like a know it all. Wow. And I feel like I feel like I'm gonna do that with Scott one day. I'm gonna he has to like start every conversation at at Nam with hi. I'm Scott. I'm an acoustical engineer. You should. <laughs> oh Send my him gosh. Over to Pro Audio. Yeah, but like, uh, go talk to those guys over there. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm an acoustical engineer. <laughs> All right, sorry. Let's work. I, I got us distracted. Let's work right, back so, to this. Uh, they're uh, actually this pretty lo- cool and they're cheap. It sounds great. It sounds like, I'm, I'm, I mean, the video they're going to put out is going to be the best sound they can possibly get. And they slaved away. And who knows what editing was done afterwards. But it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And we, you said uh, price-wise, it's 119 euros. That's what, like, what, 138 American? Uh, 130, I think, is what I came up with. Somewhere around there. I wonder if it's on Amazon. I'm gonna prime that crap. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm going on vacation. I can't. I, can't. I gotta stop. Prime it to your vacation. <laughs> so my Airbnb. My wife's like, really? You're getting packages at Airbnb? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> All right. We're horned. <laughs> uh, uh, one sixty nine ninety nine. 
Um, there's the black one. It is not prime, so. Sad day. <sighs> kind of makes me sad. All right, but you know, check that out. If you're looking for something, you know what? If I if I worked like at a normal desk, that'd be something I might look into. This would be fun to do stereo if you got like the black and the white, since they got different models on them. That would be pretty cool. Right, that's cool. I don't see color, so um, uh, let's move on. Why did that get copied again? Oh, it's just down there. Okay. All right, so we're gonna move on to next. Old blood noise endeavors has a new pedal called the Ma XLR. It's a multi effects pedals for vocals. If you have the time, go to Old Blood Old Blood Noise Endeavors YouTube and watch this video. It's weird in the most interesting way did you get to watch any of the video yeah i poked through it and i really liked it i like that they just have like <laughs> basic reverbs in here too on top of what all's in here rotary flange long delay reverb one two three and four yeah uh octave phaser and a short delay yeah it's absolutely insane and oh, it's got a effects loop in there too. Yep, and it's got two expression pedals <laughs> or uh, spots for expression. <clears throat> How much is this? I'm very. I'm I'm knowing old blood. It's probably like maybe on a two seventy nine. Is that what it is? Two seventy nine. That's close. Especially, <clears throat> I think uh, who is it? I think it's Kuzak makes yeah. a. XLR well, to quarter inch converter thing, and it's mm -hmm. I think it's around that price just by itself. It doesn't have any effects or anything in it. Yeah, what is that called again? Oh, I'm so mad. I was just thinking about it. All right, so I was actually just thinking about it because I'm looking at getting the Boss VE 500, mm -hmm. which is the 500 line for vocal effects because <clears throat> I want to mess around. And it's it's always fun to sing in with some reverb. Reverb can make you sound good, even if you sound like crap, like me. And so, I always find it interesting to like throw in like some distortion or something if you're feeling. Oh yeah, if you want, if you feel some like muse coming on. There we're not. Sorry, he did. Uh, what was it? Hysteria. Mm -hmm. I think he ran his vocals through like a DS one or something. Interesting. Yeah, I know a guy that uh, his band apparently is very Muse inspired. Because uh, like I heard him, I think I saw him post about it. So I like checked out their music, and it's like this is this is basically Muse, but I mean, but you're like, but not as good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't listen to it that in depth, but one of the guys I work with across from me, he uh, blares the exact same playlist oh every day so i'm pretty sure at least he's I've not like heard... one of those guys that like it's super loud he's like you'll love this you're like no i hated it the past seven weeks turn it down tony yeah like i think i've heard uh what's muse's big song that they came out with like one of their first singles hysteria no the doom 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 do, are you knights of sidonia no uh maybe not that early madness Maybe. I love that song. Uh, That'd be around 2010. 
I don't know. I'm not that in the muse. <laughs> I don't either. I'm not either. But uh, like I've heard that, and what else is on his freaking playlist? I think I've heard Crazy Train like at least three times. Oh my gosh! Half the time, is this either oh, coming man. from him or the guy on the other side of our shop that listens to classic rock? So it comes from one of the two. At least they're not like dad rockers where he's just like, Randy Wells was the greatest man, like playing air oh, guitar. Now that you said dad rock, that's what it is. Uh, Chop Suey. <laughs> I've heard that at it's least three down. times a day last last week. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mad about that. I'm sorry. I love Chop Suey. That's a, that's a great song just in general. Oh, and I think it was yesterday we had Metallica Inner Sandman no. like three times. It's like, dude, oh, no. get a new playlist. Yeah, that's bad. All right, so speaking of like annoying songs and stuff like that, so for this week, we're going to have a fun little topic um, that's more, it'll just be fun to talk about. So, Chris, how long have you been playing? How old were you whenever you did your first live, like, rock band show? I don't know if you were in band in high school, but, like, no. when's the first time you played live in front of people playing, like, guitar or bass or drums or whatever? 20... Let's see, I was eighth grade when I started. Seventh. So... Would have been like, was that 13 ish? Yeah. So that's when I started playing. So maybe, well, maybe like 14. Yeah, so maybe like 14, 15. No, was, I was driving myself to church before then. So 16 was probably my first Okay. time playing out somewhere. And you're how old? Uh, 28. Okay, so about 12 years you've been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, what. <laughs> is one of the best songs you played live not best executed barbara just like what was what was one of your most favorite songs you played live and it could be and you could like be be for any reason because i'm gonna pick one that's not like it's not probably not the best song i ever played live but just the fact of like how we, we played it was amazing yeah uh the one that comes to mind is uh What's that Christian? What's that worship song of? Oh yeah, that narrowed it down. Yeah, that probably G C E minor D. I know uh, Chris it. Tomlin hasn't ruined it yet. Uh, he already ruined the Kanye album. <laughs> I think it, has he really? Yeah, well, he didn't. He didn't really like do a song. There's a video of him and like one of the guys in his band oh. doing "Closed on Sunday." And like they added like something to it, and we're like, "Yep, there's Chris, Chris Tomlin adding a chorus to something that doesn't need it." You know, I think uh, the song was "Furious" by Shoot, I don't remember who it's by, but uh, we did it in a little offshoot band that I was in for a year, and we pulled it off pretty well together. I've got. One of my absolute favorites that I ever got to play live is a really simple song, but it was the fact of where we played it. Uh, well, it's not a simple song. It would probably, 
one of the coolest things that I ever got to do, and it's funny because you were just talking about Metallica, was, was in, in Florida they have what's called the Great American Teaching, mm-hmm. and that's where they bring like industry professionals or different like different professionals from different walks of life. Like there's always going to be like a firefighter. There's always going to be like uh, the police officer, and they come in and they tell you about their job, and you get to like pick, you know, who you want to hear talk. Well, my English teacher, Miss Morris, her husband, Jim Morris, owns a recording studio called Morris Sound in Tampa. They actually recorded uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra, uh, Ice, uh, Tim Owens with Iced Earth recorded there, um, which he was the guy who replaced Rob Halford and Judas Priest. You know the movie Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, Zach Wilde? Are you serious? Yes. Dude, that's a phenomenal movie. It's actually got good music. I was just listening to the songs the other day about from that movie. All right. But anyways, so Mr. Morris uh, came and he talked and they usually try to do some sort of like visual demonstration or something cool. So since he did recording studio, he had, there was at our school, there was a band that was always put together by Mr. Ash. He was... Um, I don't even know what he did at the high school. I know it. At one point, he was almost like a guidance counselor, but he like I think he helped people who had uh, uh, like not learning disabilities, but like special learning programs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he always had a band, and it was always made up of like the top musicians in the school. Well, I was in the band that year. Um, it's honestly, it's like, a, it was like a revolving door of members. It was great. If you got picked for a year, you were just happy. If you didn't get picked again the next year, you weren't like upset. Right. It was just really cool that you got to do it for a year. Um, we got to play Fuel by Metallica in our high school cafeteria. Blaring loud, just went nuts, loads of fun. So that was probably like one of the coolest things I ever did live. We did some other songs. We did... Uh, uh, the original fire by audio slave and we also did slither by velvet revolver that was pretty cool sorry i was trying to make sure my cat wasn't dying over here oh yeah oh my gosh um what's what's one of the worst songs you've ever had to play live are we talking about worst executed or worst in general Let's do both. Let's do like the one song that you're like, I absolutely hate this song, but I'm only playing it because I have to for whatever reason. See, worst song, I can't really narrow that down because I started playing more often when songs like Days of Elijah and stuff were like the worship songs to be doing. And then mm-hmm. so mixed hymns in with that at the church I was at at the time. So it was almost like just a pain and like, why am I here mm-hmm. some Sundays? And <laughs> because there was, there was nothing special to be done, especially at that level of my playing. <laughs> yeah. But um, worst executed. I don't know. The one that stuck out when we discussed the topic a couple of weeks ago was 
I attempted to do Where the Streets Have No Name into... Uh, it's not Jesus is a Friend of Mine, but something like that title. But, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, the actual song of Where the Streets Have No Name went fine, but for whatever reason... The rest of the band, with like a week or two weeks' notice, could not get that transition from six eight to four four down. And even then, so even when we cut that off, we still could not get just the four four part down. Wait, isn't there a transition of that in where the streets have no name? Because the intro, <laughs> yeah, you have like the <laughs> organ, say, and then you have the actual riff. The yeah, that yeah, which is one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, that's yeah. And six, eight, and then you have like the drum does a little, and that's when you get the what is he? I think he does a like low tom, and then snare as kind of like that break, and then you get like the kind of chord thing. But for whatever reason, I think the drummer, because we had a pretty sick drummer, I think he was on point with it. It was just everybody else for whatever reason. I thought you'd be like, he was on drugs. Like, (laughs) no, but it was just rough. Oh, another one was we actually tried to do not Revelation song. What is the other one? Ocean. Oh, pardon me. Oceans, I think. I think we, this was the first time I, it was one of the times I was leading worship. We actually attempted Oceans by ourselves and it just, it, it was so bad that we had to like stop, start over. <laughs> it was that bad. I've, I've found, I'm going to share a deep, dark secret. Well, while you do that, I'm going to have to go let my cat over the gate. Okay. Well, but you're going to miss like part of the whole conversation. I, I think my cord is long enough and I can pick her up since she's still. Okay. okay. I was like, you won't even hear half the story. How can I keep you? Engaged? I'll just come back and be like, yes, that was cool. Yes. No, it was not cool. All right. So fifth grade summer, not summer school, but like summer camp mm-hmm. which they had at the school. They have a talent show. So. I had a guitar, had never played one, <laughs> and I no, you know, I wasn't Wait, even. So like, you you haven't like learned anything. Not even close. It's just at the house. So, <laughs> so the I was like in third grade, and one of the fifth graders was like, "Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> do this," and I was just like, "I got a guitar." <laughs> So they're like, yeah, come on. So there's a bunch of, I don't know, there's like, what, five of us. And none of us have a clue of what we're doing. And we're going to do, we wanted to do Born to be Wild. So we like, I don't know, I don't remember what happened, but I just remember a teacher being like, yeah, y'all are lip syncing, like, don't know why at some point we thought we may be able to do this right. <laughs> but we ended up like lip syncing and we won wow <laughs> and my sister was so mad because her and her friends did a little thing to 
the, what is it, Montel Jordan? This is how we do it. Because <laughs> that was big at that point. Um, I I don't even know, but she was so mad because we like were supposed to practice or something, and like we all like dicked around <laughs> and we just lip, did lip syncing and probably looked horrible, but we won. <laughs> Because I think we had like leather jackets or something. I don't know. Like wow. we dressed the part. So that was probably that was the worst performance I've ever done in my life. Uh, worst performance that I think I've ever done. All right. So this is like really sad. So that's not really sad. I feel like it was a sour note to end. So I went to this church, helped start this church, went to this church for years. And just recently we closed the doors. It's the last service. If there's one thing our church did well, it was worship. Mm -hmm. Um, We had phenomenal musicians that were all on point. We did. I mean, we sounded tight (laughs) and um, we play this song and we i think we started in the key of c and we played it through rehearsal and then afterwards the worship leader was like hey let's bring that song down to b he's like i he's like it's just a little too high and we're like you want to run through it like no 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 we're fine because we had top musicians like just top-notch musicians we could just change the key no problem um yeah the worship leader who was playing keyboard at the time too forgot that he changed the key so we i had the i can't remember what song it was but i had the intro and he wasn't playing and then he came in and it sounded like a wall of turds Mm -hmm. just fell down on us it was so bad and it was the last service ever it was it was bad and like all i could think was like dude you said change the key and we did why didn't you listen to yourself that was pretty rough i don't know i've done but i've done like a lot of fun songs like a really cool song we did was we did praise by seven dust i've done that one live that was really neat uh did warning by incubus live that was pretty cool. I don't know why I'm saying live. Like I need to say that. It was not you pre-recorded. Didn't sit in a studio and record it. No. That was a real fun one. Also did uh I did some fun acoustic stuff. I you know, I mean when you play like acoustic sets especially if you're playing out a lot you pretty much i mean you stick with the same songs because it's not going to be the same people all the time so you can just kind of run through the same like i don't know 10 or 12 songs all night mm-hmm. and the only people who get bored with it are the employees and at that point you really don't care i mean you do care but like it's just <clears throat> you know that's the thing everyone's like oh they know like a million songs have been they have to play for four hours and it's like yeah but you're not sitting there for four hours like they're, they're gonna play that same song again later it's just like the radio mm. but uh uh one of the i used to do blister in the sun a lot that was a lot of fun you know that song right violent films 
It's not ringing. When I'm walking, I strap my stuff and I'm so strung out. High as a kite and I just might stop to check you out. Let me go on. Really? Nope. Wow. You're like Patrick Tong. You're under a rock. Like. Apparently, we need to make a uh, playlist on Spotify for me to listen to. Uh, you know the song Accidentally in Love by Counting Crows? It was on Shrek. You might have to sing that one for me, too. Oh, my gosh. What is it? I'm like, I'm like your jukebox. I play the play, Diaz. Play this song like I'm Alexa. Um, that one is... Uh, so she said, what's the problem, baby? What's the problem? I don't know. Well, maybe I'm in love. Makes me want to turn around. I don't know the words. I can't nope. remember it. Oh, it's from Shrek. That was pretty big whenever I played out. And then you do all the fun stuff like Sublime, What I Got. Learn songs that have like a lady's name in it. So you can sing it to the customer and make them give you big tips. I had a lady put a dollar bill down my shirt one time. I was 16, too, so that was kind of awkward. I'd be like, lady, you just committed statutory rape and propositioning of a minor. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, this right. is a, a uh, Westminster episode. Darn. Why? What were you? What did you play? Where, where did you play? <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris! Oh, you're not even gonna share? You're like, nope, can't say it. No, just because I said the cuss word I had to be like, oh wait, this is a uh, Westminster episode. Oh yeah, I've said some curse words. I'm sorry, Cody. Uh, but this episode was brought to you by Westminster Effects. Damn it! Now with now with less potty mouth words. <laughs> Um, but go check out their line and even then and also check out nose pedal because that's owned by cody too cody's a good guy so check out nose pedal is all the utility stuff and he does the mods through nose pedal um like if you want to rehouse your dd uh what is it, dd20 that's a popular rehouse stuff like that um he does awesome awesome cool stuff there and because you had a nose pedal but you had one from the didn't didn't cody like make it right no, it was still oh. from the old guy, but the old guy yeah. eventually finally got it out. It was just the fact that there was like zero, uh, like zero communication of it now, falling behind and all that. But this was one hundred percent the old owner. Nose pedal now with one hundred percent more communication. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I know when Cody took over the company, I think he made good by a lot of people too. Probably because. Um, yeah. like, you don't want that hanging over your head. That's why when um, like I heard Cody was buying it, I think uh, actually around that time, I'm not going to say who it was, but somebody actually approached me because I had kind of, you know, made it public that because I was the only way I could get the guy's fucking attention was to go post on, you know, Gear Talk BNW. And I had one of the guys, mm-hmm. like somebody messaged me that I was thinking of buying it. It's like, so you would not recommend buying the company? And I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh really yeah because like I think when I you did uh, some google searches and stuff you had people like threatening to contact like the better business bureau and all that yeah the better business bureau and it's like that, that's just a lot of shit that you're gonna have to go through so apparently really? well, here's my question why are why are why are people like so afraid of like think that the better business bureau like do they think the better business bureau can like shut down your business 
I don't know, because I don't even know what they do. Like, people they have just... that sign on their, like, <laughs> trucks and stuff, and it's like, mm, okay. That, 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 no, that just means, it's, it's, it just means that, like, you have a decent rating because not enough people have complained about you. It's like Google ratings. Like, it really doesn't matter. It's not a government agency. Yeah. Just because it's got bureau in it. It's Sorry, so I don't know why I'm like. I don't know why I'm getting so upset about this. Like, <laughs> like damn it, people—they have no power. <laughs> Be smarter than this. Uh, like, I think that's what it is. I think it's just because we like deal, I deal with like customers all the time. Like, I'm gonna contact the Better Business Bureau. And I'm like, like, okay. Like, I'm gonna write a letter to Santa Claus. Like, I don't care. Like, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, we uh, might possibly be taking next week off. Like, possibly since you'll still be on your vacation i'll be on thing. vacation yeah my buddy my buddy chris who's actually he actually listens to the show every once in a while uh, he's getting married so if uh you guys see crazy pictures of me on the internet it's probably true so uh follow us on instagram join our facebook group facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop it's where we get to like talk about some of this stuff more in depth it's a lot of fun uh well it, it warms my heart when i see people talk about stuff we talk about on the show because it's like oh you're the listener you're that one guy <laughs> the one person listening but also if you have a suggestion for topics which it's always great to get suggestions for topics because then i don't have to try to think and that's hard you can send that to the effects loop at gmail.com we actually check that email quite often and uh find us on linkedin Oh, our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash the effects loop. Give us money. It helps uh, with stuff and things. It's none of your business where we spend our money. So, all right. We'll talk to you later, guys. See you.